Hi there, Monica White, Licensed Mental Health Counselor here. Today's topic is self-care is for everyone. In this episode, I'll help you learn how to start a self-care routine that works for you. Not only will this help you in your personal life, but it will definitely help you in your professional life. So let's get started. If you've been on social media, you've probably heard about self-care. So self-care is a broad topic, but in its simplest form, it just means taking care of yourself. The fact that self-care is all over social media is a great thing. It's very exciting to see everyone encouraging each other to take care of themselves. So, of course, there's some over-the-top self-care being flaunted on social media. Um, However, the truth is that self-care is for everyone. You don't need anything to get started today. You can start your own personalized self-care routine today by choosing from dozens of easy, stress-free self-care choices. And all you have to do is pick a few self-care choices and then you create a combination. So it's super simple. It's actually an interesting experiment and it's fun because it's something you can do right now with just the stuff in your home. And while deceptively simple, you know, you think self-care, that's so easy, I do self-care every day, it's actually truly not. So you would be surprised at the amount of people who are unaware of how to do self-care. So because it is a skill and it's a practice, um, it's something that you do have to actively um, think about and actively put some intention towards. So having self-care and having a self-care routine is part of healthy coping and it helps us achieve sustainable, positive mental health and well-being and it also helps us balance out our personal and career lives. So let's keep going with this topic and I'll help you learn how to make sense of self-care and how to apply it to your life. The most important thing to know about self-care is that it's different for every person at any given time. So what works for you now may not work for you in a couple years, and also what works for you may not work for somebody else. So your personal self-routine is all about you. Uh, Don't compare yourself to other people's self-care routine because as we see on Instagram, some people's version of self-care is laying on a yacht in the Mediterranean but that's just not realistic for 99% of the rest of us. So realistically, for 99% of us, self-care is going to be as simple as making a cup of tea and doing some light stretches in our apartment. So let's keep self-care simple, and that way self-care can be accessible for all of us at any point of the week and any time of the day. So I'm gonna help you learn how to build a simple, personalized self-care routine that is realistic and sustainable for you. 
The benefit of self-care is that you're going to start becoming aware that it's super simple. And because it's simple, you can do it every day and it helps you stay committed to your emotional health and long-term well-being. So in the long run, self-care and practicing self-care helps us realistically become the best version of ourselves. We become used to taking care of ourselves and we don't we're not dependent on other people to take care of us. So again, the benefit of taking care of ourselves is that um, it's going to help us be able to, over the long run, take care of ourselves and know how to find joy in our daily life. Another cool benefit is that it affects everyone around us for the better. So if it benefits you, then it's gonna help you develop your internal sense of peace and it'll help you build your compassion for yourself. And in turn, you're gonna have more to give for others. So this whole be the change really works with self-care. So if you want to be the change, you wanna develop your self-care for yourself and then that's gonna help you give more to others. You're gonna have more to give to others. So that's definitely a win-win for you and for everyone around you. Okay, so you're seeing how self-care can work for you in your personal and your professional life. And now let's get to it. Let's make self-care work for you. So something to think about is that a lot of us were taught to believe that self-care AKA taking care of ourselves is quote selfish. Grr, okay, so our families, our partners, even our friends, even our coworkers might make us unconsciously feel bad for ourselves. Um, a lot of people aren't taking care of themselves. And so when they see you taking care of yourself, they may shame you or they make you, make you feel bad or just kinda um, like not motivate you to say the least. So even society has taught us not to question and just take what we can get. So a lot of times our parents have instilled unhealthy messages in us. Uh, a lot of us grew up with parents that told us don't be selfish or they gave us messages like it's wrong to place your needs above others or life is serious or it's safer not to feel and you have to be perfect. So you get the point. But here's the deal, these messages simply, they just don't work. So because they don't work, they actually teach us to be unhealthy and dependent upon other people around us to make us happy, which is just plain unrealistic and unsustainable in the long run. So this is why self-care is a major mindset shift. If you start believing and practicing self-care, you're gonna start feeling a huge mindset shift. And for some people, I've noticed it even brings up odd feelings in them. So I've heard some people say, quote, I don't know what it's like to feel good or I don't know what would happen if I tried to feel good. Um, for other people, it can bring up anxiety, sadness, maybe even regret. Um, some people feel regret that they didn't start taking care of themselves earlier on in life. However, it's never too late to start and the sooner the better. So you've got to believe that you deserve to feel good. 
And as a clinician, I know that self-care is a part of your personal bill of rights. So you have the right to be healthier than people around you and you have the right to take care of yourself and advocate for yourself and stand up for your wants and your needs. So if you weren't encouraged to love yourself growing up, which many of us, most of us were not, you might have some of these old limiting beliefs like self-care is selfish and it's only for other people or simply you just don't have time for it. Um, And those are totally normal thinking patterns and totally normal thoughts. However, let's do what works and I'm telling you self-care works. So we're gonna expand our mindset today just a little bit more and change the way we think and talk about self-care. Okay, so I've made a convincing argument about why self-care is so important and how it benefits you and then in turn benefits everyone around you. Um, But now let's talk about how building a self-care routine can work. So it starts by really, really small steps. The trick is to do a simple self-care routine and make it so simple that you can do it every day. So a simple self-care routine is so easy. All it means is you pick a few things from a self-care list. There's probably hundreds of self-care things you can do. However, on my Instagram at wellbe2go, there is an infographic and it says 50 ways to take a break. So this is 50 ways to do self-care. And some things are very simple, like listen to music or go to a body of water or let out a sigh or sit in nature, buy some flowers, um, create your own coffee break, pet a furry friend, um, engage in a small act of kindness or read or watch something funny. So those are some of the 50 ways to take a break. Of course, there's hundreds of ways to do self-care and to take a break, but let's just stick with this graphic for today and keep it simple. So pick two to three of these coping skills and create a sequence. And it's very interesting because you can create any sequence or combination just by putting together two to three coping skills. And you can also create a sequence depending on what mood you want to achieve. So moods can be things like wanting to feel calm or gratitude, peace, excitement, energy, satisfaction, contentment, and so forth. So let's say today you are feeling, let's say it's Sunday and you feel lonely or stuck. So you're just kind of blah. So it's Sunday afternoon and you're feeling stuck and lonely. So then if I want to create a mood or an energy, I will pick out three coping skills from my self-care graphic. So for example, I would, in order to get unstuck, Number one, I'll do something proactive. So I will make some tea. Then number two, I'll put my legs up on the wall to get some circulation. And then that will inspire me to do number three, which is to do some light stretching. So for example, another example is if I wanna feel contentment, then I'll create a sequence of three coping skills or three strategies that will build this mood of contentment. So number one, I can sit in the sunshine. 
Number two, I can look at the clouds mindfully. And three, I can feel grateful for my day that I'm able to just sit in the sun and look at the clouds. So that will create this mood, this energy of contentment. So a couple other examples. So on my Instagram, when I posted this um, self-care infographic the first time, I asked if anyone had any versions of self-care. So my sequence for that day was that I wanted to create energy. I was feeling very lazy and lethargic and just not, you know, not happy, not good, just kind of feeling um, lazy, I guess is the word. So then in order to create this energy of excitement and just an energetic feeling in my body, number one in my sequence is that I noticed my body. So I noticed, hmm, I'm feeling lethargic today. Number two, I took two deep breaths. So I inhaled deeply, I held the breath for five seconds, and then I exhaled, and then I did it again. So I inhaled and I exhaled. And then number three, I made a choice, and I said, I'm going to go take a run. So that day I went on a run. And that was a sequence of healthy coping skills that built up my self-care. So another friend posted that their self-care routine was, number one, I went on a walk this morning. Number two, she limited her time on her phone. Number three, she said, I'm going to focus on my breathing throughout my activities. And actually, number four, she said, I'm going to go to bed early. So those are four examples of self-care that she put into a sequence that made up a day of self-care for herself. And a last example is from my sister. And my sister did a self-care sequence. So number one, she went for a jog. Number two, she pet her furry creature, which is on the infographic. But in this case, she pet her dog named Ziggy. And I'm sure she gave Ziggy a lot of love and she said she gave Ziggy hugs and played with Ziggy and Ziggy's ball. So of course, however you wanna play with your pet and however you guys like to play is a great coping skill. And then lastly, she said, I will do some yoga later on. So having a healthy skills coping um, routine and sequence helped her appreciate her life and be able to slow down, breathe, and enjoy the moment. All right, so as you can see, self-care is very personal to each person and it's fun. There's no end to combinations of self-care. So since there are hundreds of self-care coping skills, I only have 50 on the infographic, but I do know that there's hundreds, you could literally spend the rest of your life making different combinations of self-care. And as I mentioned, if you wanna create a mood or change the energy in your life, you just create a different combination of self-care. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a pretty cool one and it does give us a lot of choice in our life to start building a very sustainable and healthy self-care, wellness, emotional health routine. So if you have any questions or comments, 
feel free to find me on Instagram at wellbetogo and comment on this episode or send me a message. And have a great day, have a great week, and see you next episode. Take care, friends.